0: This is Father Kevin Hale with a homily for the fourth Sunday of Lent, the 11th of March. From time immemorial, man has been highly ingenious in the way that we have wished to record works and events. This has taken the form of literature, great works of art, up to the present day means of recording and storing information which seems almost infinite in its capacity. Just think of all that music, imagery and documents stored out there somewhere and somehow in a cloud. Perhaps the most prolific image, however, ever recorded or made is the cross, especially with the crucified Lord. Someone entering a Catholic church for the first time might be overwhelmed or even shocked by the sight of a man nailed to and dying on a cross. yet. What this represents is at the very heart of the Christian faith. St. John records those words of Jesus which make it so powerful. The Son of Man will be lifted up as Moses lifted up the serpent in the desert. Our Lord, who is God and man, knew the kind of death he would undergo. And he also knew that the moment of his greatest humiliation would be the moment of his manifestation. For this reason we revere and venerate that cross. Jesus goes on to say in the Gospel today that the Son of Man will be raised up so that the world may be saved. But that the world has preferred darkness to the light. Christ's cross and passion is above all about forgiveness of sin. It's about that Hebrew word used in the Bible, hesed, the tender mercy of God. So around this time of Lent, we draw closer to Easter and we think a bit more about the importance of that tender mercy that comes to us in the sacrament of reconciliation, confession. Saint Pope John Paul II famously wrote in his apostolic exhortation on penance and reconciliation that when mankind loses the sense of God, so it loses the sense of sin. Any relationship we know fades and dies if we don't invest in it by time and reflection. If we don't think often about God in the course of the day, if we forget him and forget that we live constantly in his presence, then little by little we lose a sensitivity in that relationship and forget how easy it is to do my will, to do what I want, rather than what God wants of me. And that is what sin is, doing my will against God's. I was fortunate, I believe, to have been brought up at a time after the Second Vatican Council when we were still taught the difference between good and evil, between sin and virtue. I was taught about the importance of the sacrament of confession as being an integral part of my relationship with Jesus Christ. And I grew up with it being something very natural in the living out of my faith. I saw my family and friends go regularly to confession. I never felt unnerved or hesitant about going, but recall always being at peace whenever I went to confession, as I still experience today. The Church explains the importance of confession in the Catechism like this. Baptism is the first moment of our conversion, when we turn to God and receive his grace and life. Now, this may have happened when we were a child or an adult in baptism, but the effect is the same. We're given a complete identification with Jesus Christ and a purity and an innocence that is the envy of the angels. But most of us don't preserve that innocence and purity. If we did, then life would be easy and we wouldn't have any need for the church and her sacraments. But Jesus knows that. About our natural inclination to commit sin because of original sin he's given us that specific sacrament for those who sin after baptism the early Saints of the church speak of the sacrament of penance as the second plank of salvation which is extended to us after the first plank which is baptism many of us find that we go throughout life monotonously falling into the same faults and sins and this sacrament gives us the grace not to despair and to realise how much we depend on God's grace and indeed how much worse off we would be without it. Pope St Gregory the Great in the 5th century uses a military analogy. The Lord is like a commander engaged in battle. Commander values the repentant soldier who, having once fled from the field of battle, returns to the thick of the the fighting with renewed determination. This soldier is of more use to his general than his compatriot who never fled but never displayed any courage either. Why do I need to tell my sins to a priest who is, after all, a sinner like myself? The simple answer is... That's how God in Christ has arranged things. Our life in the church is about seeking guarantees, and guarantees are given only if we follow the maker's instructions. Jesus treats us all as individuals and as precious. We each need individual help and attention. The nature of confession is like seeking out a doctor who can help and heal us in order to make the cure of the physician. He has to know the nature of the wound. The essence of this sacrament is therefore the laying bare of our sins and wounds. This is part of the therapy, and in it there is the humility that makes us more like Jesus through our seeking him in sorrow. I love what G.K. Chesterton once said when asked about why he went to confession. I may be old and gouty, but after confession I am five minutes old. God has created us and placed us in this church so that we can live on a higher plane, on the level of the divine. This is our vocation on earth. When we fall short, and we get deflected from our course, when we feel downcast, the saving death and resurrection of our Lord is on hand to restore us to that spiritual health once again. The Sacrament of Reconciliation ensures that it's always possible to begin again and again. We ask our Blessed Mother, on this Sunday in particular, to give us the courage and strength we need to bring ourselves and others humbly to the grace of conversion, and so prepare us to celebrate the mysteries which give our life on earth meaning. Let us pray. O God, who through your word reconciled the human race to yourself in a wonderful way, Grant, we pray, that with prompt devotion and eager faith, the Christian people may hasten toward the solemn celebration to come. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen.